Okay, let's move on. And Dr. Cole, uh, next topic here is going to be um, sleep hygiene. We want to bring on right now one of our uh, great experts that joins us um, uh, from time to time here on Sports Medicine Weekly, Karen Malkin, a board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert. She's done so great, uh, so many great things here on our show and with uh, her clients and our clients as well and our listeners. KarenMalkin.com is her website. And Karen, uh, how are you on this Sunday morning? Doing well. How about you? Good. Well, everybody just woke up, so uh, the first question is, uh, and I know we wanted to touch on this, um, how your sleep hygiene may be impacting your metabolism, memory, and focus. But first, I want you to define what sleep hygiene is for our listeners. Yeah, this is a great, one of my favorite topics because it's something I'm working on personally myself, and it's also really a huge um, core health issue with my clients. And so sleep hygiene in simple terms is basically to adopt a sleep schedule that's pretty consistent that can give you seven to eight hours of high-quality sleep each night without noise, without Wi-Fi, without bright lights. And, you know, some of the obvious I think you've probably heard before is to avoid late-night meals and don't eat within three hours of going to sleep so you can have better quality sleep, refraining from caffeine, past early afternoon, um, potentially understanding that alcohol does cause your sleep to be more fragmented. So that's a choice that we're going to have to make when we choose to um, have alcohol. Our sleep might not be that great. And then front-loading your water earlier in the day so that you're not waking up to go to the bathroom. You know, then there's like ways that you could take a, a warm bath and keeping the bedroom cool and um, having some essential oils, some lavender essential oils, and, you know, then there's also supplements and herbs that we can take. But, you know, these are pretty simple strategies, but they're not always easy to follow. And I think that's how we tend to get in our own way. Karen, it's funny. I had never even heard the term sleep hygiene. Um, last mm-hmm. week I was on a uh, – it was kind of fun. I was on an Instagram Live with Optimum Nutrition, they were sort of the sponsor. They did this amazing study of about 1,100 people asking questions about health, wellness, their perceptions, stress, eating, nutrition, obstacles to exercise. I mean, it was really a good idea to sort of get a you know a, a spot in time with where people's heads are at. And sleep was a big one. And then we did this uh, Instagram Live, and if people want to watch it, it's on, or yeah, I guess watch it, it's on uh, Optimum Nutrition's Instagram page, and it was with Tyler Cameron. That is a very unlikely pairing. Tyler was one of the uh, (laughs) bachelors. You know, I think he's 26, 27 years old, you know. (laughs) And uh, he... uh, You're right there with him. The whole idea was... It was pretty fun. (laughs) It was one of the more entertaining things. And then at the end of it, he had to read... uh, a, a bedtime story to his listeners, you know. So he read Peter mm-hmm. Rabbit, which was, uh, mm-hmm. and people were screenshotting my face during the Peter Rabbit reading, so it was kind of <laughs> very funny. Um, but, but at any rate, we talked about sleep hygiene, and one of the things that, you know, in my review of it was it, it's this concept of having a routine. You know, it's eliminating screen time, it's maybe a book, it's maybe music, it's doing things at the same time in the same way 
that is part of it. You know, hygiene, we always think about, you know, cleanliness, things like that. But this is a concept that sort of folds a number of things because of the importance of sleep. I think people fail to understand why sleep is so important because that's really when we're regenerating or rebuilding. That's when our immune systems are getting tuned up. Uh, we fight infection better when sleep is sort of um, in the right place. And it can also affect learning and memory, as I think you alluded to. So um, mm -hmm. I, people really need some strategic steps. So my sense from you is that it's not all about food. Food is probably really important, but it's going to be about the regularity and the and the, sort of the discipline of doing things in a very um, re repeated way in some program. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And it's, it's really about creating habits that stick. And the best way to, you know, to create a, a habit is to tack it on to an already existing habit. But just the awareness of how important our sleep is. You know, nature prepares us for sleep with, with this gradual darkness. And we're sitting inside with indoor lighting. We're watching TV. We're on our electronic devices. It's emitting blue light, which mimics daylight, right? And so... This confuses our pineal gland, which produces melatonin, and that's our sleep hormone. And so that in itself is an issue. And melatonin is also uh, a powerful antioxidant and, and may provide immunological benefits for us. So, you know, one biohack would be to wear blue blocking glasses three hours before bedtime if we want to continue to be on our screens. But, of course, ideally, you know, get off screens a few hours before bed. Yeah, we're visiting with Karen Malkin. She is our board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. This is Sports Medicine Weekly here on 670 The Score. And um, Karen, what what do you what do you advise to uh, to our listeners out there if if they're right now out of the routine? Um, and what you're speaking to. You know, most people, let's face it, uh, trying to get a little late night snack, uh, probably on their phones or watching TV while in bed, um, all the wrong things. Where do we start? Well, I think it's individual. And I would ask you, you know, what's one thing, Steve, you think you can do to help improve your sleep? Because you really have all the answers within you. And if you know that you're late night snacking on chocolate, it's going to affect your sleep. If you know you're on screens right before bed, you probably know what you can be doing. And instead of taking all eight of these suggestions and doing them all at once, let's take one. And let's start with the one and let's master the one. And then let's um, celebrate our successes and then let's add on and take another one. Karen, well, let me ask you this. I sleep very well, and I guess I do all the wrong things. I usually watch some TV, usually Golf Channel at the end of the night, and um, uh, I'll have a little late-night snack, and uh, you know, maybe maybe read a magazine or a newspaper. Very little reading, though, at the end of the night. Uh, but once I hit the hit the hit the pillow, I'm I'm gone. <laughs> so I sleep very well. I usually get eight to nine hours of sleep. Um, so am I doing all the right things or, or, you know, because I sleep well, are there still things, uh, that I can do better and maybe I'm inhibiting myself at all? Well, if it's not broken, I wouldn't fix it. Right. So you're not complaining. I wake up in the middle of the night. I wake up exhausted. I, are you, when you wake up in the morning, do you feel alert? I do. I do. And yes. focused. And, yes. and how's your memory and how's your, you know, your cognition? Like, how are you, not have you noticed anything as far as changes in your cravings or your cognition? Because what, you, you, what, what you're doing might be working for you. 
Yeah, I, th I think it is. I think it is. I am mm -hmm. getting older, but, um, you know, I, I like to stay young and feel young. But uh, uh, sleep is very important to me. I've always done better with more sleep. So I, I really look for those eight, nine hours. And uh, I know, Dr. Cole, uh, how much sleep do you get? I'm dying to ask you. Well, I mean, I, th I think the first question, Steve, is how much do we really need? And when we're, you know, infants, young, you know, adolescents and so forth, you it might be seven to 14 hours. But as we age, uh, there is no magic answer and it's, there's no one size fits all. But I would say that the seven, the six to eight hour range is sort of the range that most people need to sort of get into a circadian rhythm where they get enough accumulation of REM. They get their body has enough time to produce the necessary hormones and proteins uh, and you can really recover. So sleep, I've learned, is probably one of the most important things that we need for recovery and for health. Um, so I, me, Steve, it's not great because my sleep is not in general, in general great, but I do some of these things that Karen talked about, uh, in an effort to sort of get into it. My, you know, everyone has, people have many different problems with sleep. They either can't get to sleep or they get to sleep and then they wake up and they can't get back to sleep. And there's a lot of habits that people can get rid of such as this thing, things that Karen pointed out that can sort of maximize it. Um, and then the other question is, you know, are naps, for example, a good thing to do? And if you're having a good, if you sleep well, then naps are probably not a great idea because you end up be, have difficulty going back to sleep. But if you're sleep deprived, then naps can be very a very good thing, for example. And Karen, I, I, there's one thing related to what you do day in and day out. You know, the work that I've seen and I've read, eating, people say, well, you shouldn't eat before bed. Eating something before bed is not necessarily a bad thing, but you don't want to eat something that is in all the food groups. You wouldn't want to do carbs, fat, and proteins, for example, in a big way, but maybe some healthful snack like a, you know, a protein bar or something like that or, or nuts or almonds or you know, things like that that don't have all the food groups in there that you know, screw up your digestion and keep you awake is an okay thing to do. So it's not that you shouldn't eat before you go to bed. It's, it's kind of what you eat. Is that fair to say from what you, what you teach? I could say yes for both because depending upon your health goal, if it's insulin resistance, there is a lot of research yeah. around, you know, really managing your blood sugar by not eating before bed. And so it really, you know, for your athletes, I, it, it depends. That's my answer. It depends. And um, I just can't okay. stress enough the importance of quality sleep for our our brain health. You know, I recently became a brain health coach with Dr. Dale Bredesen, and I'm coaching patients, you know, with, to help prevent cognitive decline and with cognitive decline. And sleep enhances our ability to focus, to learn, to memorize, and to make logical decisions. And it is critical for all of us at all stages of our life. And it contributes to obesity and diabetes and heart disease and inflammation and a compromised immune system. So, Steve, if you're saying, I sleep great and I feel great, well, that's wonderful. If you have any of these other issues going on, these other comorbidities, then, you know, sleep we have to look at, but also your diet, your stress, you know, and how you're living your, your life. So sleep is one of what I call seven core areas of our health that, that I like to talk about with my clients. Karen, do you have some resources you want to share with us? And also, I know that... Um I mean, quite frankly, I've started using your protein bars, and uh, that's what I do at night for a snack. Um, so you can even, I'd love you to tell us a little bit about that as well. Okay. Um, so the protein brownie bars are made with, um, I'm glad that you, you enjoy them. I love, I love them too. They're made with almond butter and 
cacao and uh, sweetened with dates. So they're a very healthy, sweet treat. I'm not sure if I would have them right before bed for me because chocolate really impacts me, but my health. But, um, but I'm glad that you love them. And as far as some resources, I, I wear an aura ring. It's spelled O-U-R-A, and it's fantastic. And it tracks, if you, if you like biohacks, it tracks my sleep, my deep, my REM, my respiratory rate, my heart rate variability, resting heart rate, your body temperature. It gives you your recovery index. A lot of the athletes, um, the pro athletes, are using these aura rings. Um, you can also use a whoop band. That's another uh, biohacking device. Um, there, there's also uh, a, a medical-grade wrist watch that's called Innovo Plus, and that monitors your oxygen saturation on a 24-hour period so you can sleep with it and you can see if you have any obstruction um, in your airways, such as you know sleep apnea. So I think that's really interesting for people who aren't sleeping well or they're really tired the next day and they don't understand why. And another book that I love is Dr. Matthew Walker's book. It's called Why We Sleep. And it has been my greatest inspiration uh, for, for me. And I just really, really love this book. And I highly recommend you checking it out, Why We Sleep. And Karen, it's a good book before we go to sleep, correct? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one other thing. I got to ask you this. I heard this about uh, a couple weeks ago that bananas, like having a banana before you go to sleep is good because of the tryptophan. Is that right? Um, well, it's got a lot of sugar. So, it de- yeah. again, it depends because of, it depends if you have got a little bit of insulin resistance. So I probably wouldn't have just straight up fruit like that before bed. So, Karen, uh, Dr. Cole brought up your protein brownie bars. I love them, as my boys do as well, and my wife. Uh, I've got to order more from you. But where, uh, where do, where's the best way, way to get them from you? So they're called The Protein Brownie Bar, and they're available on my website, KarenMalkin.com, and also on Amazon and at a few different grocery stores as well. Great. And the website is Karen, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N, Dot com. Dr. Cole, anything to close with? No, I just I, I love the I love the I love the topic, and I always learn something. And uh, Karen, we we got to do another one like this again. It's great. Thank you, Karen. You're the best. Karen Malkin, our board certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert. You can also reach her at eight four seven eight three five zero five hundred and KarenMalkin.com. Thanks, Karen, so much for joining us again here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thank you. We're going to take a break right now in our show. When we come back, it's our Ask the Doctor segment. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.